0: the to the next episode of crazy shit that my, that my kid says that freaks me out
1: <gasps> okay. No.
0: yeah no yeah you ready this was last night he did it's like this he picks it yeah he did this last night um and this this only seems to happen like right before bed he's tired you know i think he's either like he's somehow pulled into some extra-dimensional thing. I don't understand it. But he says the, the fucking freakiest things. So he's telling me this story about school and these, this rhyming game that they're doing. It's like, you know, the, the teddy bear that's brown wears a crown. The teddy bear sure. that's pink sits in the sink. And he's going sure. through all these colors and all these rhymes. And I'm just like, okay. And it's he's just about to go to bed. And then he stops And he says, Daddy, I think that the other kids are, are real. What? And there's this silence. He just said, I think that the other kids are real. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean, buddy? And he's like, never mind. The The teddy bear that's green sits on the bean. <laughs> and he just starts going through the rhymes. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Back, hey, hey, buddy, you just said this thing about the kids you think the other kids are real. What kids do you mean? I don't know. The teddy bear that's blue lives in the shoe. What? Uh, okay, buddy. Um. Can we? Can you tell me what you mean by real? No, the teddy bear. That's what? Yeah, dude, you kid. <laughs> I can. We need to do a podcast with David. I don't know, man. There's something weird about like. I think he's tuned
2: into a frequency. He, there's something. There's he's something. tuned into a dimension that we all are missing. Like, and I'm gathering <laughs> evidence. I was uh, telling. Andy, about this earlier, um, and I think I've told you, like I'm in the process of writing a book, but it's going to end up being a, a documentary, I'm sure. Um, I'm like 23 chapters in. I don't have, I have like a working title, but more or less, I'm, I'm so utterly convinced we're in a simulation. That's what it's going to be about. Uh, surprise, surprise. Um, but I just have data. I'm collecting. I'm culminating all this data from different things, and, and I'm putting it all together, compiling it. And when you just step back and look at it, you're like. Oh. Well, yeah, of
0: course. But Davids on a different level, man. I don't know. My guess is like, you know, he'll he'll get older and he'll get more and more domesticated. You know, the world's going to make him more normal and he's going to pull we need but it's it's a shame. There's something there's something that he's plugged into and tuned in. He's just said over and over and over so many weird things and come up with so many strange do we need to have him on here with a, like a list of questions? He won't answer, So that's the thing is when he'll say this shit and then you try to pull it back out of him and he's like, nope, he checks right out. He's like, <laughs> nope. So he like checks in and out, but it's almost, I mean. almost not at his will. Yeah, like the last time it was, he was almost asleep, he was in the back seat and-, and You uh, need to feed him. He said some. something about how he knows when, when the kid is gonna go to sleep because he, he stops playing the video game because that's when I get tired. What? So he, like, that was the thing he said that, that time. And what? It's just always, he talked about, he talked about, he had this recurring thing that he always talked about that was, that before he was born, he was at a baby store and he had a brother named Potter and Potter uh, Potter was taken away and David got really scared and someone took Potter away. And this all happened right when, um, just when we had a miscarriage, like David was way too young to, we didn't have conversations about it with him. We didn't and do it, anything. And, and the
2: miscarriage, in David's mind, had a name, and he understood the concept without understanding it.
0: He the didn't concept. even, yeah, it didn't even come up that she was pregnant, there might be a baby in the family, anything like that. He just started to um, talk about Potter, his brother, and how he was in the baby store with Potter, but someone took Potter away, and David just started bawling. He's, he got really sad about this, and like, we he's just two years old, you know, like, we were like, "What the fuck? grasping on
2: reality yeah he like I, f- I seriously feel like he has a grasp on reality in a different in a different way than all of us do. and I mean like some children do anyways, like some kids will talk about
0: memories from you know things that they've never done or whatever, mm-hmm. but David's on a different level. yeah, I mean, part of that, I think probably everyone has a connection with whatever you know whatever might be beyond what we see but we spend our whole lives suppressing that yeah oh you yeah. know in we're taught suppressing connections with
2: Ourselves. real
0: real things and uh so yeah david just had that hasn't all been suppressed out of him yet and oh, holy cow he comes up with some crazy shit are you manifesting your thoughts into it No, I mean, that's the thing is, like, we don't have conversations about stuff, you know, stuff like that. (laughs) Like, the fact that all of the other kids wouldn't be real. It's not like you're having conversations with him like, these other
2: kids are fake, you know? know? And then
0: the alternative to to what we're saying, the alternative to David being kind of on the edge of these planes or something, having some connection to something bigger is um, maybe it's some kind of... Post-pandemic psychosis too, <laughs> like, you know. That's a react. Like you gotta consider that's... that. Like he's been, he was pulled out of school, yeah. and you know, he's been his whole life has been in our house for the last year and a half, and on TV watching PBS Kids, and you know, yeah. like now all of a sudden he's in school and yeah. he's surrounded by a bunch of people all day, all and day. it's a whole different reality for him. So maybe that's it. I don't. I don't. Yeah, know. but that's a very specific. Thing to yeah. say yeah the kids are I think the kids are real like he was trying to convince himself like the kids but he didn't specify like the kids at school I'm assuming that's what he meant like the kid the other kids that I'm around all day are real whoa
1: unless it's the kids that he's seeing <laughs> right at that time yeah yeah that's a scary thought too well I'm sure
2: so moving forward just so you guys know I'm, we're gonna do a bunch of weird ones um we're going to do a bunch of weird podcasts. Um, I have a bunch of uh, podcasts. Like I'm recording one on Monday um, with a girl that's doing art prize in Grand Rapids. And on Tuesday with a former pastor um, turned uh, bartender. So that's going to be a really great one. Um, and he never, oh, it's, it's so cool. Um, but I'm, I'm doing a beer cast series where we do the podcast at a bar. Um and I don't that probably wouldn't be up your alley, would
0: it? Well I don't drink, but <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, have <laughs> food. <laughs> Maybe they have root beer, I don't know. <laughs> Regardless, um
2: it's not what we're talking about tonight.
0: Just just controversial stuff. We're gonna
2: okay. <laughs> trigger warning. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, hold on, I'm gonna bring this up real quick. Uh, you guys know a little bit about
0: what women should do with their
2: bodies. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> what we're talking about tonight. <laughs> so I'm gonna read. I want you guys to. Oh, let your flask drop behind you. Oh, nice. um, <laughs> 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 it looked like it <laughs> looked like a flask. <laughs> Um, So you guys know the topics we're talking about tonight, so I want you guys to guess what country we're talking about. I'm going to read a list of the laws of a certain country and I want you guys to guess what they are. Um, Abortion is banned, gay marriage is outlawed, they do not accept science as any form of information politically, Um, vaccines are not allowed widespread. Um, this is my home country Kazakhstan <laughs> uh, I is know no, it well there is no separation of church and state um, and religion is taught in schools that is I mean there's hundreds of other laws obviously that are in place and the country of course we are talking about Canada is not <laughs> Afghanistan it is the country of Texas <laughs> 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 Um uh, so I went through uh, and um, I went through and compared all of the current laws that Texas has passed with all of the laws through Sharia law <laughs> that the Taliban is enforcing, and the similarities are striking like kind of scary yeah. um, <laughs> It's funny enough that was a, that was a post. Um, that uh, William Legate posted and he goes, Teltman has um, introduced their political agenda and somebody writes, how Republican of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is, um, now let, let's be clear, um, I, I'm not gonna speak for you. I am not a liberal, I am not a Democrat. That is not, that is not my political philosophy or my stance. I find merit in a little bit of both sides. I kind of, I'm a central kind of independent is where I, I kind of lie. Um, but I take the data from any given set of data and I can make a moral judgment based off that data. That's how I, that's how I live my life. Um, most of the time that tends to lean on the liberal side because uh, liberals are more likely to follow the data and use use, um, a lot more science-based agendas versus politically religious on the Republican side. Just That's historical. It's just the way things go. It's not anything against anyone who happens to be
0: Republican.
2: I know a lot of great Republicans out there. A lot of great conservatives.
0: I've started to try to look at this differently because most of what I think in my worldview align with the left. Sure. But I think that probably all of the politicians are not really trying to help me oh, <laughs> or, no. or anybody. I think um, it's so- the, the value system or the, I, I would say like the, um, the platform of the left most closely aligns with, with my worldview. Sure. Um, but you, I don't think that any of them are really trying to make the world better. I think that they're just as, you know, sold out as anybody on the right. Um, you know, that
2: I don't think that there is a politician that isn't lined pockets from big business. Yeah.
0: So, I, you know, I don't know that there's a, there's a two party system that's going to, you know, that I'm going to fit nicely into, but, I, you know, for sure my views, my world views, most closely aligned with, with at least what the public platform of the left is.
1: Yeah. There are politicians, politicians that aren't lining their pockets
0: those are the ones that are most hated these days yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't like think... bernie sanders I, I think it's the greatest robbery of our generation well like yeah get the, get but, that, twice. but that
2: plays to my point yeah. those politicians that refuse bribes mm-hmm. never make it and that's that's just the bottom line they'll yeah. never make it yeah and they're shunned by their peers let I mean, you gotta think you gotta think like so I, I have a couple of friends that were very very strong um Trump supporters and very loud about it. I probably have a lot of friends that are Trump supporters, but just a couple that are very loud about it. Um, and then as soon as Joe Biden um, took over, uh, which what the heck is going on with him? Jesus oh, Pete's. Um, but as soon as Joe Biden took over, all of a sudden his world just you know crumbled underneath his feet. When I like take a step back, I just look at him and be like, "How is your life any different aside from the pandemic? Like from." 2018 to 2021 like just objectively looking at your life it is exactly the same having a different president in office has not changed your life specifically now there are things that are happening um typically i mean like president biden put in a tax uh to where um, underprivileged youth uh now have um money to eat in school and there was like some 3 million kids ate that didn't eat last year um, that's that's a great thing, but these these people. It doesn't matter what Joe Biden does. He is a criminal and a you know a, a kid sniffer or whatever. <laughs> Sorry, that made, that made me laugh
0: because that's a that's a funny that's a funny thing. Kids, um, kids fucking it, smell good. Yeah, they do. I mean,
1: they do. Yeah. It, in fairness, there were a lot of people, myself included, who absolutely hated Donald Trump oh, and everything yeah. he stood for. So Oh
0: yeah. There's a lot of Republicans who hate Donald the,
2: Trump.
1: The biased involved yeah. is there. Oh, and it's, it's there. Equal sure. on both sides. You know, it
0: felt like we were living in a you know in a dystopia where a reality TV show celebrity who's horrible got elected president. And it didn't matter who was on the ticket on the other side. You know, I think that's, it was like, okay, the world has to align to, to correct this. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, you know, I really wish Joe Biden wasn't the democratic nominee, uh, but, but we have him and I He's think here. we're, I think we're better off. And there's an immediate sense of like relief in that. Okay. I don't have to watch every white house press con- oh, conference God. because Just waiting for something from 2016 oh. to 2020. I felt like I had to tune in every day to see, okay, what what nightmare Oh no, he's telling him? us to drink bleach to right. get rid of the coronavirus. Whereas where it got boring again. Like right, like I watched <laughs> the first few I watched the first few press conferences after inauguration uh, and it was like, okay, right. I don't have to watch anymore. It's fine. Yeah, yeah you're right. They're it's, doing president shit. It doesn't matter, you know, so it's much. It's boring
2: again. No, you're you're right. Um, it, it, this brings two two things come to my mind here. Um, the first thing is is if you're a Yankees fan It does not matter how much the boston red sox it does not matter how well they're doing Mm -hmm. the red sox suck yeah if they win the world series guess what the red sox suck and the same thing we we don't have a political system in our in our country we have fans Mm -hmm. and it does not matter how well one side does the other side is going to say you're going to suck for example everything that's going on in afghanistan is really sad first of all far most the 13 soldiers that were lost heartbreaking and the people that are in that environment is is terrible like it's terrible but 15 months ago now um president trump trump (laughs) (laughs) i'm not drunk uh president trump signed a peace treaty with the taliban saying in 14 months we're going to leave peacefully in order to do that we've a lot of us forgot about this, he agreed to let free 500 of the worst Taliban terrorists, known terrorists that were in POW, POW camps over in Afghanistan. So he let them free as part of the peace treaty. Now the Democrats got on over that, but it was kind of a hush-hush thing because we didn't really want that information getting out. So 500 of the worst known Taliban terrorists were set free for that peace treaty to exist. Now that happened 15 months, ago. it happened immediately. So they were they were set free. Then we started the process. So 13 months go by because it was in 14 months we're going to leave. 13 months go by. President Biden is now in office, and he has this choice: Do I carry out the order? Do Do I complete this peace treaty that was put in place by Donald Trump, or do I not? And what either way, he has no right decision here because it doesn't matter what he does, he is going to get attacked by the Republicans.
0: Sure. Just like Donald Trump would get attacked. He would get attacked. Would yeah. attacked. See, if Donald that's Trump, for, that's yes. exactly there.
2: Right. If, if Trump was in office and this was happening, mm-hmm. it, all of the Democrats would be ridiculing him because like, I have friends that are like, this is, this is horrible, this is terrible. And I'm like, yeah, but he's, he's literally carrying out the orders. Yeah. And from it, from it, President it, Trump, how is that bad? And he's like, it's how he did it. He's like, he can't win. Biden can't win. He literally did it. He did what he said he was going to do.
0: Yeah. And if this had happened a year ago, uh, you know, those same people who are upset would say, thank God Trump got, got us out. Thank you know, God, God he... Finally. Well, I mean, well, yeah. that's what we've been saying forever.
1: Yeah. Well, if you listen to various news sources, I... Uh, Political right will tell you that he would have done a great job. But sure. But they can never tell you what he would have done no. differently. It, it's it's how just how we got out there. He know? would have done a better job. It's how we got out of there. Well, how, this was always
2: the plan. See, that's what people don't realize. If we would have pulled out five years ago or five years from now, it would be the same outcome. It would be the same thing. 20 years there, and we, as we begin to pull out within, what, 48 hours, 72 hours... The Taliban completely takes over. We were completely ineffective. 20 years, completely ineffective. This was always the plan.
0: Well, I think, like, historically, and I'm not an expert on Afghan history, but for thousands of years, this geographical location has been fought over, you know, traded. One regime takes over, another regime takes over. Everyone comes in, everyone goes. So. You know, There's black gold. In the yeah. Front. So when we go and we try to nation build, quote unquote, right? We try to install spread some freedom, American democracy, which never works anywhere because American democracy is pumped full of lobbyists and money and legal bribery, right? So we go to try to install uh, this American, you know, idea of democracy in Afghanistan, and the same thing happens that's always happened, and yeah. that's people with money and power take over, yeah. and they have power power, and they you know yeah they bribe and they steal and they lie and they cheat and it's the same thing you know it's gonna be the same thing so that that american brand of democracy is ineffective right it's not gonna work it was never about that anyways we wanted the we
2: wanted the oil shares and we got them and then so we leave and it collapses immediately it was all i mean you gotta think there's
0: people falling off fucking airplanes like it was the taliban
2: the taliban was at bay for 20 years we had 3,500 troops, they had 300,000. The Afghans had 300,000 troops. We equipped them. We left 100 or so aircraft, tons of Humvees, all these things we left in their hands. We trained them, quote, not really. I mean, how do you train? But you'd think if we have 3,500 troops and we keep them at bay, if you have 300,000, that's literally a 1,000 times more They'll be able to. They'll keep, we'll keep them at bay. That's all they need to do is just keep these Taliban at bay. Within forty eight hours, it took over. How?
0: It was like the. It, it was like the Capitol Police at the Capitol building. Come on in. <laughs> well, there's well, not. Welcome.
2: <laughs> We're glad you're here. <laughs> but there's not more than three hundred thousand Taliban, is there? I mean, th- there's really no way of knowing how many there are because they're all unmarked and it's scattered. It's, I mean, it's a lot like, um, what was the, uh, d- back in 2000, 2001, um, the, the terrorist attack on, the, on 9-11, which, by the way, is tomorrow, the 20-year anniversary for 9-11. Um, it was a terrorist group back in 2001 called Al-Qaeda. Al-Qaeda. And Al-Qaeda is a lot like the Taliban. Al-Qaeda was this... It's like these small pockets. It's, you, it, there's no head. You can't... It's like when people are like, yeah, Donald Trump you know, took out ISIS. It's not... No, he didn't. They're,
1: they're factions. They, yeah. they break apart. It's, now it's ISIS-K. Yeah. It's yeah. like the, the Westboro
0: Baptist Church <laughs> of the East. <laughs>
2: you can't... It's like cancer. It's not like a snake. It's not like you just go kill the head of the snake and ISIS is gone. It's, it, it, this ISIS is metastasized and, and, and the same thing with Taliban, same thing with Al-Qaeda. It's not an organization. It's not organized. You can't kill ISIS. It's, it's just ridiculous. The whole, the whole concept is ridiculous. Well, it's ridiculous. an ideology that we disagree with. It's... <laughs> it is. And uh, there's a lot of biases in there why people believe those things. But this was always the plan. We were always going to leave in this fashion. We left in 14 months exactly this, the way we said we were going to. People were falling off planes, but we hadn't left yet. Like, I had so many friends that were like, it, in an uproar, I can't believe we left like this. Like, we haven't left. There's still military people. They're getting people out.
1: hmm can I go to a dark place really quick? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Do you see the irony in people trying to flee Afghanistan, falling off of planes, and what happened on September 11th with people jumping off of burning buildings? It's very um, strange. Yeah. It's very strange. People would rather die yeah. than suffer through those conditions. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: It's crazy. So, but then there's other things you have to think about. The Taliban runs under Sharia law in a sense but it's modified because they literally just do whatever they want Afghanistan is not the worst country that runs under that law it's like if you put them in line as far as terrible they're like the fifth Saudi Arabia the kingdom of Saudi Arabia you want to talk about a terrible place to live especially if you're a woman my god why don't we care about Saudi Arabia
1: boy do they have a lot of they have a lot of money
2: and they got a lot of oil they got a lot of oil See, but here's the thing, and they'll never, they'll never let us in. Um, but here's the thing, why don't, why doesn't America care about Saudi Arabia? Because if we were never there, we don't see it. Afghanistan is not as bad. I mean, the people are treated terribly, but Saudi Arabia is worse. Qatar, like all of these, all of these. Um, There are so many. There's like 14 or 15 countries that are under Sharia law that are terrible. But we don't talk about it because we're not there. It's not in the media. And all of a sudden people are like, pray for Afghanistan. Like, pray for the world. Like, don't just pray for the things that the media tells you to be mad about.
1: But I think back to your original point, those same people that are saying pray for women's rights in Afghanistan, oh this is so terrible, are stripping them away from United States women citizens in the state of Texas. Ooh. It's tricky. Ooh,
0: Tricky, tricky.
1: Abortions.
2: I've seen a couple of those memes pop up that are like, on the left side, it is a mask and it says, my body, my choice. On the right side, it's a uterus and it says, my body, your choice. Really interesting concept. If we're going to, we need to talk about abortion. This is such a, it's such an interesting topic for me because at one point in time, I was so far on one side because it was the way I was raised. I was raised fundamental, um, ridiculously fundamental Uh, as a Republican, I believed that Um, I mean, abortion is, is killing a life and is during my deconstruction and everything. I like swung so far to the left and I was like, how dare us tell anyone what they could or couldn't do. Like you're taking away someone's autonomy and this is the one subject, um, I mean, typically, the way my brain works is I can cuss. I can get a... Like, the, there's, there's, two, there's two forms of thoughts. Actually, I want to break it open before we get into this too much. When people talk about abortion, what goes through you guys? Like, with everything that's going on in Texas right now, I mean, th- these laws are insane. I mean, you can, you can collect a $10,000 payout... If you see an Uber driver driving a woman to a Planned yeah. Parenthood, that's that's a real so thing.
0: That'll be part of I think what we unpack here. But to to go from a high level, your question is what goes through. Our, yeah, what our goes heads? through your mind when? Yeah. When you talk about abortion, like like. So so there's a lot of for me there's a lot of. Um, um, for sure, this is painted with. My history in Christianity and and all of the thoughts that go behind that. And it's hard to say where the line is drawn and what's okay and what's not, um, from a philosophical, from a high level perspective. Um, what I would say is where I land on it now is, um, it's not, for one, I don't, I, I don't have a vote in this, right? <laughs> and and Why not? I think we should be cognizant of that because no one is trying to tell me that I have to have a vasectomy when I'm 12 years old. What if they did? Until I'm ready. Right, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Let's go down that road. let say you're 12 years old, you're 12 years old. Well, if we're gonna go down, I would say that's probably a more
2: effective dear thing. God, how many women could you get pregnant in a year?
0: In a nine month period? I don't. have that much stamina. But <laughs> two a day, at least. So what I'm saying right? is, I don't. So so that's my first my first thought. I don't think any. I don't any have a bad.
2: vote. <laughs> <laughs> um, is that a art, bro? <laughs> what
0: I think, what what I've come to think <laughs> about <laughs> more is that I don't think. There are women, or at least not many, that have abortions and go home and think, "Thank God I had that abortion and killed and killed that fetus. I think it's a heavy fucking thing it every time be. I it think it's be. a heavy, heavy thing, no matter what the circumstances. I imagine that there are probably not women who love to kill all the babies like what the like what the you know, what the right and the religious right kind of project that you are a baby killer. You are okay with killing babies. You, this is what you want. This is what, what liberals want. I don't think that's actually what goes through people's heads. No, I think that there are heavy, heavy circumstances that I've never been in that I don't, I don't have the luxury of speaking from a place where I've dealt with that, where I've had a baby inside my body that for whatever reason, I thought shouldn't be there. Well, or can't if we, be there, if we so. want to
2: speak on that specific thing, um, and if, if we can look at some of the data in this, so if you look at the data trending from like the 1960s to now, um, where people stand on gay marriage has shifted dramatically over like the past 60 years. Mm-hmm. Um, overwhelming support now for gay marriage compared to the 1960s. Um, a lot of controversial issues abortions have remained stagnant Mm -hmm. basically the way that the boomers uh voted or the way that their kids voted or that the millennials and the x generation and so forth and so forth the the issues around abortion the viewpoints that is like one thing that's remained stagnant for 60 years which is wild to me now like there's this pragmatic thing um where where i kind of stand which is like no no one wants to kill babies. I, yeah. I think everyone on both sides of the aisle, no, no one wants to kill babies. And I, in fact, I think we all can agree that we want to reduce the amount of abortions uh, to the, the lowest number possible. Both sides. And granted, this is weird that this is a political thing, but both the Republicans and the Democrats, but let's just say this, both pro-life and pro-choice, which pro-life is a weird term, by the way. It's never made sense to me. Um, it's anti-choice it's it's choice <laughs> and anti-choice really is what this is um, uh, is like both both sides of that of that argument want the fewest amount of abortions possible the fewest amount of killed fetuses like we can all
0: agree on yeah. that um, H- how we get there how we get is there accurate.
2: is 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 a really interesting is a really interesting conversation because one side is abstinence And uh, you get what you get. I mean, the inevitable of sex is pregnancy. And, um, you know, everyone needs to either use condoms, which just for the record, condoms are the worst. Mm -hmm. It's, It's like knitting with mittens on. Like it is the absolute worst. I hate condoms. And I mean, they are very effective. They really are. But man... It is terrible, and then on the other side of that is data. And if you can look at the data, data will show you abstinence only does not work. Period. It does not work. If you tell people to the only way to avoid abortions is to teach um, teach abstinence before marriage, or to uh, teach—I mean, well, that's what it is: abstinence before marriage. It's, It's 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 Highly geared from religion, from religion, and data will show you that that type of uh, mindset, that that framework, has the highest teen teen pregnancy rates. That has higher abortion rates than those that use contraceptives. Um,
0: so, just as a point, um, a, a point here to add to this, this is a graph that shows abortion rate under each president. Ooh, interesting. Um, and the the thought process here is like nobody wants lots of abortions. We don't right? want abortions, but under under um, under a president or under a uh, administration that seeks more health care options, mm-hmm. more so more social service nets, more more things to help lower income people, right? Which yeah. Is, which is those kinds of programs typically come under Democrat no. presidents, right? Yeah. So. So this graph shows that under Bush one, Republican, yep, there was a drop of four okay. percent, in his term from yep. the previous administration. Under Clinton, the graph goes down thirty percent,
2: thirty percent when a Democrat, thirty percent. So the the amount of abortions dropped, percent thirty percent with a Democrat.
0: In yep, office. and then Bush forty three was next. Yep. Drop three percent. So almost a flat line. Flatlined and then the Bush Obama twenty six percent. Drop twenty six percent. Yep. So and again that's a very high level information, but I think what it shows is you know, the, the way the more effective way to get there probably isn't by taking a hard line against abortion. Prohibition. The effective way to get there is to help people. And because what happens is people might decide I don't need an abortion if I can you know, if I have services and I have things if and they, I have if you know, the woman was
2: cared for. Right. So so he so here's here's where at the core of the issue. Three in four women three in four report, self report that the reason that they got an abortion was due to financial issues they Mm -hmm. simply couldn't afford Mm -hmm. a a child like you have to think that this isn't a choice like like people think oh it's like pro-choice but in a sense it's not really because having a child is a luxury that they could not afford three and four self-report the reason that they they don't have a child is because they couldn't afford it in a sense 75 percent of the abortions is like representative of of a societal failure that collectively we don't support new mothers on such a level that 75% of the abortions in this country are due to women that think that they can't afford it, Hmm. that they'll starve. And even if it's, even if it's perceived poverty, it's poverty. That's the reason why these women are having abortions. That's insane to me that we can't give these new women these 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 new mothers the support that they need to have a child in such a level that it instills so much fear that they are seeking to kill the the life that is inside them that is mind-blowing to me and that is a a societal failure on every level
0: yeah i've i mean i've seen the most outrageous act of love um, that I think a person is capable of. And I'm not going to tell that whole story because that's Jessica's to tell when she can We need to, we need to have her on. Um, but you know, what I've seen my wife do uh, makes it really hard for me to believe because it's all, it's instinct, right? It's it's inside of them. <laughs> it's something that I'm not capable of and I don't have the ability to do. Or even understand. right? But they just know, their bodies know, their heart, you know, their spirit rises up and there's something ridiculous that can happen as a result of, you know, what's happening to them. And to think that so three and four women in that position would say, nah. I can't do it. Without, I mean, that's outrageous. Because they're afraid that they couldn't eat. Yeah. So at the heart of this
2: issue that I can't get the heart of this issue that I that I can't get and I don't understand is when does life begin? And I don't think, I mean, like the whole pro-life, um, and you need to speak up more, man. You're just soaking this all in. This is, <laughs> you said a word since abortions come up. Um, uh, and I don't, I don't think, like, it's not really pro-life. <laughs> it's not really pro-life. Um, because I mean, we'll all agree it's. I mean, like, the sperm is living. I mean, the egg is living. It's not really pro-life. It's 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 when does personhood uh, come in to that child, right? Um, because if you believe that somebody has a soul, um, which some people believe that they do, um, the question is when does the soul enter the the human fetus or, you know, the cytoplast or whatever it happens to be. If it's at conception, it'll either be in one of, one of two times. It's either at conception or sometime later. If it is at conception, then it, it is completely understandable that you would fight vehemently for that abortion number to be zero today. Not sometime in the future, but you need to fight for that today. But here's the issue that I have. Depending on what scientist you ask, somewhere between 30 and 45 percent of all pregnancies spontaneously end due to something called neural tube fiber defects. 30 to 45 percent naturally end in the first couple of weeks due to the neural tube fiber defects. So that's, that's in your, like your brain doesn't form right and you just naturally end. That's, that's upwards of 4 million souls a year from America alone entering heaven every year naturally. I, I my brain can't wrap around that concept.
1: I think you're mixing issues here because you talk about souls and I've heard you talk about souls before. I, I, we are mixing issues
2: because I'm sure you're talking like religion... Yes. We have to talk about, we have to mix this
1: because they are already mixed. So do you think that a soul... Me? Yes. Okay. Soul, we've talked about it in our simulation conversations. (laughs) Does a soul exist only when it's in a human body? Or does it exist perpetually in different states? Well,
0: according to David, they're all in the baby store. <laughs> <laughs> so babies are a rush. <laughs> the creepiest
2: thing I've ever heard.
0: Oh, oh my god! Man. He makes it sound like there's a big party going on, and they're up there, and then they come, they, they get sucked. He, so vine. have you
1: seen the movie? What is it? Yeah, called? Soul. Soul.
0: Yeah. Um, he saw, a, He didn't see that. Uh, you know, to that point, he saw that after, right. and we were watching that movie. And he goes, "That's it." He goes, "That's it." That's the fucking baby store. It's a He's very like, it.
1: interesting concept. Because until I had the the movie actually influenced my thinking in a way of what heaven might actually be, what is our purpose in this world? How does it all function? I mean, it's it's just a movie; it's somebody's idea. But is it based in a reality that somebody's has an awareness to that we aren't capable of understanding or hadn't thought of ourselves? I, anyways, going back, you know, you're saying. The soul is what has to do with it. In sure. Well,
2: I, I, well, not necessarily the soul. For me, it's personhood. but I think, And I think that's the argument. But a lot of religiously based individuals, and actually the entire state of Texas putting this law into effect, has to do with that because they think the soul comes into the cytoplast, the moment of conception, which is mind-boggling because they, medically, you're not even pregnant until... Atta- like, so, to be like clear, I attachment. don't think
0: they think that. I think they think we need to do this for votes. P- probably, we need to do well, this to appease those, our base. Well, that's those what they. That are voting. That's what they think. Well, those that are voting. There's not really a s- scientific, no, there's zero know, science spiritual, you know, this. thing here that says, you know, what would Jesus do? There's none of that. The, this is all, you know, we need to we need to appease our base, right? One hundred percent. Well, I, uh, go ahead. Okay. If God has a plan... And
1: you're, that, you're assuming there's a God. Go ahead. And, and that plan... Okay, the creator has a plan. <laughs> the architect. And that plan includes 35 to 40%... Right. ...resulting in miscarriages within the first
0: yes. two weeks of contraception. Conception, yeah. Implantation. Does that make God a, uh, an abortion clinic uh, <laughs> doctor? <laughs> <laughs> what what i think the challenge
1: is is that's going to be the clip <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: you've, you've come far
0: so that's it, the most insensitive and awful. No, thing I've no, ever that's said.
2: such a good point. It is. It, 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 it it's it's like the the heart behind the issue that I have with that argument is if you think that the soul it, this is why you, the abortion rate is zero is because the soul comes at at conception. Well, then uh, I mean, if, if America is like we what what percentage are we of population in the world? I can't remember. We're three hundred million of eight billion. Um. I can do the math, but I can't. Uh, it's, it's, it's some, what, 6%. So you multiply 4 million by 96%. I mean, you're talking, how many souls per day alone are going to heaven? This is mind-blowing. So look, heaven is just like packed with souls. Or...
1: But are souls limited to
2: just humans? <laughs> That's a different conversation for the next topic that we're going to have. So the, but then the next question becomes... Okay, so if it's not at conception, at what point it is? Because the other side of the argument is um, life starts at consciousness, right?
0: So, like, at what point... 25.
1: (laughs) You haven't seen the movie.
0: I haven't seen (laughs) the movie. I don't want to ruin the movie, but... All right, hang on. We're going to pause the podcast. We're going to watch the movie, and then we're going to get back to it. And we're back. Oh, Oh my God, God, that's a great movie. (laughs) It's so good. Um, No, it's like life starts at consciousness,
2: but then the question becomes, like...
1: The souls in the movie have consciousness before they're in a
2: human body. <laughs> but the human doesn't. And and collective consciousness, I mean, even before, like, cognitive consciousness doesn't even begin before three years old. So, I mean, realistically, David won't remember anything before he's two or three. That's because cognitive consciousness doesn't, doesn't even, like, cognitive memories don't form before two or three years old. So, like, consciousness... Now I have heard that you know I have heard like life begins at birth. I can't get behind that at all. Like no, like there is absolutely one hundred percent a child in the in the woman's womb a day before she gives birth. That there is life in there. But at what point
0: is personhood established? Because I think that's the question. But I think uh, so. I would contend that it's not. The the most important question in this, because there are circumstances under which you have to ask, is, is this child being born or this child having abortion, which is the most merciful and right thing for what? Think about children that, you know, are conceived and they have severe defects where they're going to be born in horrible pain and live for an hour and die. Yeah. Is that a better thing to have happened or is an abortion before they've grown all the neurons that they need to feel the pain? Is is that, is that the more merciful, (sighs) more just, more graceful option? So, So it's not, what I'm saying is that the circumstances that you and I will never have to choose are the, that's the real question here is what, what, you know, what are the circumstances under which this is happening? Not necessarily even when is this, so you, you when think is this almost person abortion should be like case by case nationwide, like a choice of the person who this baby's inside. Yeah. In a case by case situation. Yeah, Nation That's what I'm saying. I think that I don't get to have that right well, because I do not and will never have, no. but even that aside, you know, I have two healthy children, Amazing. thank God. And I've never been in a position where even my wife and I have had to have that discussion about, hey, this is what's going on inside. And it's awful, and it's going to be bad, and it's going to be a, you know, it's going to be a horrible situation and what do we do? But people have those conversations every day. And that's what I'm saying is that those circumstances, it's not it's it's what is the more just, right, graceful giving, loving thing to do.
1: Let me give you a parallel here. Mm-hmm. I hope that for our sake, for your sake, none of us ever experience this, but think of a scenario where your kid is in a tragic accident and is on life support, brain dead. Do mm-hmm. you keep them on a ventilator, or do you make the most difficult decision you're ever going to make in order to take them out of that state and let them... Let whatever happen. I guess, naturally I, is is one of the points of contention here, but logically in this state it would be easy to say, well, you know, you let
2: them go but in that state it would be probably much, much, much harder mm-hmm. to make that decision.
1: But there's a parallel between the choice of abortion and the choice of pulling the plug on
0: a child, mm-hmm. a relative, another person, right? Yeah. So that, that's exactly my point, is that whether or not there's a "Quote unquote soul, if that exists in somebody or where life begins, that's kind of irrelevant when you when you put it in the context of what are the circumstances here and what and well, that's what not is right for this. That's not family. the argument going mm-hmm. around, right? But that's the real. It should be argument. But the parallel, that my
1: struggle there is in one of those scenarios, people look at it and say." They're sympathetic yeah. and I hope you never have to make that decision, but you made the right decision. Right. In the other one, there's whatever the statistic is, we'll just say 50% of the people
0: who say you're wrong, it should never be done. And they're protesting. It's the same yeah. fucking thing. They're standing outside the clinic with signs that shame you and that make you feel Which, like you're just, horrible.
2: But just for the record, I have a friend of mine and I will never say her name. Um, she was pregnant with a child she very much wanted and... Uh, uh, had a miscarriage Um, not too far along but not too early either Um, enough to where you could see she was showing and she had to go to the clinic um, to Planned Parenthood to get it taken care of because that was the only place she could afford Um, and when she was there she had to walk through picketing signs and women screaming at her calling her a murderer Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that speaks to the tone deafness of that entire rhetoric and also a, a deep misunderstanding for what Planned Parenthood does um, also. Because Planned Parenthood is yeah. not a place where people go and get abortions only. It is mm-hmm. v- it's vast,
0: comprehensive health care for women. Um, and I've been making donations in Mike Pence's name for years now. <laughs> so God bless you, Mike Pence.
2: You have donated $16.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's not a lot, but it makes me sleep better. but It's honest, right? yeah. <laughs> um You know, but it's at the heart of this issue, the heart of these two arguments is one side says conception is life. And the other side says consciousness is life. And I, I don't, I, I, the further I go into the data, this is one of these things where typically I look at the data and I can make a moral decision. But the further I dig in, the more confused I get. And I don't know where I stand with this. Like I don't, and and simply because I don't know if anyone knows where they, like people are making decisions without information.
1: But here's the crux of the issue. I don't think you'll ever truly know where you stand on that issue until you're faced with that choice mm-hmm. yourself. Fair, but you have to make a
2: decision with the same amount of information that I have. Or so you're not, I don't. I don't have to make a decision not for not you, anybody I'm else. I'm not saying you. I'm saying ubiquitous you of the woman. Um, like not me. Like if, if for anyone that is that is pregnant and that wants like to consider getting an abortion, she has to make the same, she has to make that decision with the same amount of information or likely less that I have because I have done a ridiculous amount of research. on this thinking I would land somewhere. And, and, and uh, honestly, and I hate saying this, but I, I was like, I'm going to land on the side of pro-choice because that's where my brain goes. I hate as a scientist, I should never have done that because in my brain, I'm like, I don't want to uh, have a, outcome before i you know research the data and just let it follow the data wherever it takes me and it took me away from that in in senses and also like i see merit on both sides and i see huge flaws on both sides because life begins at consciousness i mean we kill and eat animals with a more complex neurological structure and frameworks of reality than our infant babies like like a six month old or a six month in the womb
0: Virtually are the same thing. Yeah, dude. And chickens play fucking tic tac toe. Yeah, I mean, right? it, yeah, my and, baby I mean, can't play tic tac toe.
2: We we kill and eat things with a much more complex framework of reality and yeah. complex structures of uh, uh, of socializing than than a, an infant. But we have all chosen that the infant is uh, special. Which, just for the record, I'm cool with. <laughs> I'm cool with, with agreeing with that but we, we just collectively we've all agreed we've all agreed that it's, so it's not really consciousness like and, and to your point also um, babies don't necessarily feel pain like we do their, their, their pain neurological structures have not fully formed they likely feel something um, but it's not like the pain that you and I feel because their pain recepting neuron that whole structure has not been formed yet um, it's like fish, fish don't feel pain a lot of people don't know that if you go fishing,
1: like, Oh my God, you're, you're
2: so mean to the fish. Like, well, they don't, they feel the injury, but it's not in the form of pain. So if you could take all the pain away, there's still pressure. And that's a lot what, that's what they feel the pressure. Um, so don't feel bad for fish. It's not exactly the same for infants, but it's close. It's, it's they, they feel probably a little pain, some pain, but we know that because we can take apart, uh, like an infant that has, that has died, maybe since, and you can look at their, um, neurological structures and it, it's vastly incomplete i love that you I said take a... take
0: apart an infant yeah. like it's a robot like, <laughs> like you can just, just sound very dismantle it and and check check it check out all very the insensitive i apologize everything. for anyone that
2: took offense to that um it, it's very it's very scientific i apologize i thought it was a rooter's
1: poll for a second there like. <laughs>
2: so i don't know where i stand on this um as far as banning women from having abortions in texas is Arguably the most sadistic thing.
0: I've well, ever that's what's heard interesting heard is it doesn't like the law doesn't even impact women that get abortions. No, the law impacts providers and supporters. Um, and the most wild part of this to me is that it deputizes every person in Texas. It's the wildest It literally thing. deputizes them to go. I mean, you could make a career. Yeah, out of this ten thousand dollars a pop, you could make some serious fucking money. And going down there and finding bounties on abortions,
1: snitches get snitches. Yeah. <laughs> I'm coming nuts. for you, bitches. And so what this
0: essentially does is it takes this off of the state's plate. Yep. Right. It's not. It's no longer bounty hunters. Yeah. It's no longer the state that has to. Find and prosecute and figure this out. It's it's taken citizens, everyday people, just dudes or whoever, right? God, just really? people. But you got to think to go out there. And you they don't even have to live in Texas. No, the, we could go down there. Think. We could find people who are supporting yeah. people, providing abortions in any way. And there's a case to be made now. What this really does is it's a it's a big litmus test, right? It's oh, a big man. experiment. There's no no one knows because none of no one's gone. Into any trials yet, and this hasn't. I think know, it's it's, it's going to be pulled back. I, you know, like something's going to happen, right? You know, like even Biden was talking about it. I
2: mean, it's it, there's no way. I mean, you are empowering idiots. Yeah. With with, <laughs> with I they, mean, with all, they... all, all, people are going to kill people. That's what's going to end up happening. Yeah. You, you get these vehemently. Uh, fervent individuals that with a YouTube channel, you know, you know, like abortions are bad and they're going to end up killing the women or the Uber drivers or the doctors that are doing these things in their brain. They don't understand the irony of that situation, but that's what's going to happen because they feel empowered
0: to stop that for whatever reason. It's uh it's wild. Have you guys seen The Handmaid's Tale? Have you paid any attention to that? Are you aware of it and what I don't it is? Know what that is. I, I saw <laughs> is a couple that? of
1: the original episodes, but never it's really a
0: dystopian watched. novel that is essentially like imagine a extreme religious right um, organization taking over the country, and you know imagine Texas <laughs> as a as a state formed a government and of their own and said, we're going to, we're going to branch out, over. but it was all based on religion. It was all based on, you know, so it's the current it, state. Yeah. We're in. I mean, it's, it's like, and there's, I mean, it's nuts, right? I mean, in the handmaid's tale, you have women that just have zero rights. They're essentially sex slaves because there's a fertility issue in the country. Right. Yeah. And you have very few fertile females. And so the whole idea is we have handmaids who, you know, we impregnate, and pass around and treat as property and women have zero rights Mm -hmm. and and it's like we are inching closer and closer (laughs) you know to like there's real laws now that i mean there's a fucking bounty law where you can go to to texas and make make money just turning people in just just narking on people who are providing abortions this is crazy this is insane So who's vaccinated? (laughs) (laughs) Not
2: Not those people. Who's all
0: about those those mandates?
2: Texas. (laughs) God, what is... Before we move on,
0: I mean, is there any more thoughts on this? Because, holy shit, it's just wild. And it's got to play out, and there's got to be more, you know, that comes out. I feel so bad.
1: (laughs) What's disturbing to me is that the Supreme Court, who should be weighing in on these things, is just... Using technicalities, which is yeah. the basis for the whole fucking legal system the, the at the end of the docket,
0: day, right? It was called the shadow doctor. They're just, they just kind of
1: ducking responsibility, yeah. and this was the primary concern when you have a three six four six, five, six majority, five six majority, whatever it is yeah. at these days. These, these, these days, um, I mean, this Not was the cons- yeah. this was the concern when it became imbalanced, yeah. and. They can almost recuse themselves of making a decision so that, you know, they're not the ones that are on the hook for it. They're just letting the, the local levels do whatever the hell they want. And I hope Texas gets what's coming to them is all I can say. So what's coming? They will have a flooded legal system that... I mean, you just described it. People are going to go left and right accusing people of things that aren't happening. People are going to start killing other... I don't want to see people killing the other people, to to be clear.
0: To
2: stop
1: people from killing the babies. So think of it this way.
0: So I work in an industry... I work in the the building materials industry, right? So exterior, roofing and siding, stuff on the outside of your house Mm -hmm. and on, on your commercial building. That's what I sell. And in our industry, there are what are called storm chasers. These are people who you know ride into town when there's a big hailstorm or a big windstorm or a big tornado that rips through and they're fly-by-night company you know they just zoom into town and get a hotel and they have a couple roofing crews and they go door to door and they do as many roofs as they can collect all the insurance money and then they're out of town right really? yep that's and a thing that's a thing they're storm chasers right so there is there's one there's a local company that will go around and leave our local area and go chase storms. And this, there was a storm up North. Uh, and, and we got the call from the, he's like, all right, yep, I'm going up North. I'm going to go, you know, and he went and got like six contracts in a day, right? Six roofs he's going to do. Um, that's what's going to happen in Texas in the abortion world, right? You're going to have, you know, people who, you know, are groups and organized and they're going to, Who's providing abortions and they're going to flock to an area, to a geographical location within Texas. And they're going to, you know, who's supporting this, who's getting even, maybe even getting people out of state to get an abortion, right? That's not even clear that and this law, the way it's written, it's, it's not clear if someone gives you a ride or helps you get out of the state to get an abortion, gives you resources to tell you how to do it. That person could get put in jail. Right, yep. and you could collect a ten thousand yep. dollar bounty for p- turning that person in potentially, right? It's not clear.
1: If so, this is listened to in Texas. We all may be on the hook right? for discussing the topic. <laughs> <laughs> we're
0: laughing, we're gonna be in jail in three months, laughing from jail. It's all right. Um, so it's yeah, it's crazy, and there's gonna be you know essentially abortion chasers in. In that's Texas. the weirdest concept. It's it's probably already happening. There are it's, people who it's are gearing scary, up. Dude. That's that's serious money, and people. If
1: you, you know, think of the number of frivolous lawsuits that exist today,
0: think about how this will exp- exponentially expand that in yeah. Texas. The people who bought Dogecoin are packing their bags and going to Texas to collect this bounty money. Well, see, here's the thing: putting making abortions this
2: illegal doesn't stop abortions. It stops abortions for those who can't afford abortions. Right. For the three out of four women who can't provide for their I have there's so much anger and frustration. I mean six weeks is barely enough to to even know you're pregnant. Mm -hmm. And I mean, a lot, I mean, you got to think birth control, like if you're on the pill, there's a four to 6% chance that it, it's going to fail. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. And I mean, any single form of birth control, um, any single, any single form of contraception, aside from the IUDs um, is, I mean, I mean, it's, they're not close. Nothing's at a hundred percent, not even abstinence, like a Jesus. All right, <laughs> 99.9% effective. But <laughs> you gotta think, I don't know where that came from. Um, but you gotta think, 46%, if I have sex 100 times, five sex 25 times I'm having a kid. I'm, or I'm I'm getting pregnant. That's ridiculous. I mean, that's not guaranteed just for those, that's just on average. But you gotta think, if I have sex 25 times, I could get pregnant, even with this birth control working as intended. And typically the women that are on birth control provided from Planned Parenthood because that's the lowest form of contraceptive that is allowed. It's the cheapest one. So the cheapest one provides the highest margin of chance. And then, now they're taking away the ability to terminate the, the child, it's six weeks. It's a it's a cytoplastic cells. That's all it is. It's, 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 it's not even a zygote at that point, which if you follow the trend at like eight weeks and 10 weeks, it's a zygote, which is like, it kind of looks like a weird alien with two heads. It is, it, it's a female. It's always a female first, even if it has um, XY chromosomes, it's female until the proteins are released between that six and 10 week period. And then, Uh, the old balls drop at that point. But every single human at first looked like a female. And if the proteins aren't released, then it turns into a female. And if they are, then it's a male. It is a group of cells and you are not allowed to terminate. That is mind blowing to me. It's not the size of a grape. It's not the size of a pencil head. It is a group of cells. And that is mind-blowing to me. And For anyone that says otherwise, you are using your religious beliefs in order to take away somebody's autonomy. And that is the bottom line.
0: What's really wild is before, like, the Reagan republicanism, this wasn't even a thing. Like, this wasn't even, you know, there's a lot of history there about how the right took this issue and leveraged it to gain... Uh, you know the Protestant Church and the Catholic Church basically to, to absorb a giant voter base. They took something that no one really talked about, cared about It wasn't a hot button issue nope. it was it was a thing that happened um, that was a heavy unfortunate thing that happened when it happened And I, like I said at the very beginning of this conversation, I don't think many women are saying thank you know woohoo. No. Even the clinic. Like, they're not. Like, that's just not what's happened. No. It's a heavy fucking one f- thing. Like, and it was a heavy fucking thing then, and it's a heavy fucking thing now. So, I mean, one in four
2: women in America have had an abortion. One in four. That's... Wow. I mean, come on. Hmm. These women aren't, aren't celebrating. No one celebrates an abortion. No one. We all want the same thing. But if you look at the data, the data shows you have to drive out... If, if you want abortions to stop, you have to drive it out the old fashioned way. You have to take away the need. The, you have to take away this, uh, the demand mm-hmm. for abortions. And by doing that, how you take away the demand is you provide multiple avenues for supporting women, for providing contraceptive and then contraceptions, and then also educating women.
1: Mm-hmm. You need
2: to educate them. Educated women overwhelmingly
1: have less abortions and less children, actually. This gets back to the point you were making, Ash. It's it's a public health crisis. It is a public health crisis. And that's why when you put the funding under public health
0: initiatives, you see those sharp decreases. Yeah, correct. So speaking of public health initiatives,
2: Texas yesterday, September 9th, had the highest death of COVID-19 in a single day, including at the peak of the pandemic. It was
0: yesterday. People was like used September to think 9th, 2021. People thought Florida was like crazy. Florida was crazy. Like it still crazy. is crazy. But now, like te- Texas is like, you know, Texas is holding the hold my Bud world, Light
2: worldwide.
0: <laughs> Good
2: God, what is like? If I, Why? I'm so I'm so angry. Side note that SpaceX is building all of their site in Brownsville, Texas, way down in Boca Chica. It's like. You can throw a stone and hit Mexico, way down in the south part of the Gulf. I'm so mad that it's Texas, because if I ever want to go there, I have to go to Texas. And it's,
1: it's so depressing. Have you been to Texas? Yeah, multiple times. It's a god-awful state to begin with. <laughs> there's, no, there's nothing there. Politics aside, it's just stupid. It's like, flat. <laughs> it's just stupid. <laughs> it's hot. It's yeah. muggy. It's everything you hate it's about so... Michigan when it gets like super hot. But it's like that all year round.
0: There's good Mexican food in Texas, though. There's good food in Texas. I think in way up north, there.
2: by Amarillo, there is something called the Palo Duro Canyon, which is really cool. But that's, I mean, that's not that's in the Panhandle. It's not even Texas. But can we talk about the vaccines real quick? So the thing that I want to hear every oh, yeah. single argument that everyone has ever made, <laughs> so I can quickly debunk all of them once and
0: for all. For the love of God, it's so frustrating. Here's the wild thing right now to me. Um, you know, Biden just issued this thing with these new mandates. Oh my god! And it's so. I don't know how I feel about that, dude. So the OSHA one is crazy. I know. It's and I'm not saying like I still don't know how I feel about the whole thing. I don't know. I haven't wrapped my head around it. But here's the reality of it. If you, if you're an employer and you have a hundred or more employees. Yeah. Mandatory vaccinations. Yep. And for everyone that doesn't. So that's fucking everybody. That's so many, you know, so many people work for a company that has a hundred or more people. Dude, that's not choice. In my, in my location where we work, there's five of us, right? We're a small location, but our company has thousands and thousands of people. Of the five of us, one guy chose not to get vaccinated. The rest of us were like, "Yep, stick it in me, you know. Let let me have it. You know, we have our reasons. We have whatever. We don't even have to get into that. Give it to me." So what's gonna? So this one guy, what you know, he's gonna have to either. Well, now to be clear, it's either a vaccine or a weekly negative COVID test, right? But not which which is for government employees. Yeah, well, that, the whole thing with the weekly test that kind of makes it like okay, there's a way out. There's a way, you know. Kind of. It's nuts, but like government
2: employees—it's a hundred million people, dude.
0: Yeah. So this line between like medical freedom and then taking care of people—do you know? It's it's a strange argument, it's okay. a strange thing. Can we just get rid of that term real quick? Medical freedom.
2: Yeah. My God. We, can we just talk about freedom? Yeah. As a whole. Like, we, as a nation, we have the wrong things that are free, okay? Like, freedom exists in the wrong areas for us. Um, healthcare should be free. Let's be real. And it's not. That is a business. We are free in the wrong areas. Medical freedom, is, that's, that's not freedom, okay? You're, you're, it's a play on words. You're politicizing. your
0: Republican, f- yeah, vastly right. F- fair enough. To stay on the thing, though... What we're really talking about is to choose not to get a vaccine. Sure. So, so let's frame it that way. Sure. You know, it's even as someone who is a very left-leaning person Mm -hmm. and who mostly agrees with, you know, (laughs) a lot of the things on that side, I struggle with this idea that that um, you can take people's livelihoods if they choose not to get a vaccine. Oh, I struggle with that.
2: Very wrong.
0: Yeah very wrong and this is someone who took the vaccine and personally i i want everyone to take yeah absolutely i do i think everyone should take it i think that it's it's now even in full fda approval the Pfizer and the Moderna yep right i think that you know uh, it's it's something that we have to do i think i believe that but to say that i think that someone who chooses something else should lose their livelihood potentially that is wild so and i don't know i don't I don't
1: know how is that any different than other you realize most businesses specifically in the state of michigan have most everybody is an at-will employee mm-hmm. and you can be terminated for you know the sky's blue today yeah, but not time.
0: but not by the government that's not order. by yeah. the government yeah. not by the osha coming See, that, in that's that's where no. i have the
2: issue yeah having that government mandate come in i mean every I mean, let's be real every every business is a dictatorship you have the person at the top
0: 100%. that controls everything. That's capitalism. Capitalism is... Capitalism di- is
2: yep. a dictatorship. I mean, like those that don't agree, just look at it. You work. They tell you what to do. They tell you what you're going to get paid. They tell you when to come. They tell you when to leave. They tell you when lunch... That's a dictatorship. It's fucking bullshit. Man. On every level, that's a dictatorship. <laughs> that's why I don't work for anyone. That's why I do my own thing. Mm-hmm. Look at my Instagram story. Um, you... Every, every business has the right to say themselves... Everyone gets vaccinated. If you
0: don't follow protocol, you'll be fired. And they but, have. Lots of them have. Yes. And that's fine. I'm yes. even fine with that. Yes. But the but government doing When the it, government weird.
2: comes in and says, businesses have to do this, that's no longer choice. That's coercion. They still have a choice. They can pay fines. No, no but that's not a choice. That's coercion. On, on, on every level, that is literally the definition of the meaning. Yeah. You are there being coerced into doing what the government wants them to do because it's either money or do what we say. And, mm-hmm. and guess what? They're they're going to pay the fine and then they have a certain amount of time to comply, or the way they pay more. That's that's not that's that's not choice. It's
1: the foundation of politics. Lobbyists do the same yeah, thing I mean, every I, day. I
2: know, but this this widespread blanket is really upsetting to me. Really upsetting. and it's not because. The vaccine has hidden things in the mRNA. No, no, no. It's so, it's, no. it's because of the government overreach. That's the
1: issue I have. And I agree with you at the end of the day. But it, to some degree, is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Except for those... I, I don't even want to touch religion. Um, medically, if you have a, a valid reason, I don't know what it would be. To, to not to get, not get it? the yeah. vaccine. Oh like, man! I if there's some statistic out there that shows that if you have some underlying condition that it, it would, be, puts it would you be
2: in danger. It would be an allergic reaction to like um, some of the like the the ethyl mercury or something. Even like just
0: that. not even taking the medic, like a medical reason off the table and just to say like no, my reason is I'm I'm a human being who's free and can am going to make choices. That's the issue at hand. That the government can tell you, no, you're you're not. You're not I autonomous. Don't, I don't like that. You, yeah, the government that's... tells you not to drink and drive. And yet here I am. You know, it's... Yeah. listen. Again, my argument is not based on have... I don't think that people should get vaccinated. I think, like I said, I think fucking everyone should. I wish everyone did. Um, it's just strange. And again, I'm not even fully. I don't. I haven't formed a full. Uh, opinion on this yet. Honestly, yeah. this uh, I just really learned about this today and well, it came up at work new. because yeah, there's a yesterday. guy, there's a guy I work with who's a cool dude and I like him and we we get along, we're buddies and he uh, is going to have a choice because I don't think our company is going to pay for these COVID tests that he has to take every week. COVID know? tests are self free. Well, in any, in any case, yeah, fair enough. I just think it's, it's going to be a thing. It's going to be a problem. And realistically, yeah. he's
2: probably going to get COVID because I mean, all of us have had it. And we're probably going to get it again. And especially like, I don't know if you're afraid of the Lambda variant that's coming. And it's already showing up in, 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 uh, um, in China. I mean, like, we're going to have variants forever. That's the way the viruses work. They, they, they will continue to mutate. Um, and then you're going to see an explosion. And then it might mutate three or four times. And some of those mutations will die out. Because it just, whatever the mutation is, is not sufficient for the environment around it. And then you'll hit like a delta variant and boom more contagious more deadly the lambda variant they're saying is even worse so but
1: gonna- those variants are a result initially were they avoidable i don't know that we have an answer to that question no. once you have a vaccine if you get to the the whole herd mentality sorry had to throw that shot in there uh herd immunity herd immunity is a real thing um you need to get enough of the population to have a combination of antibodies through yes. having it yes uh because they caught covid right um and their body built those antibodies right. or by getting the vaccine right so we'll never have
2: herd immunity with with covid it'll never happen because you can't have herd immunity with the flu and what happened with polio but polio is not like it's not like the sars virus it's different um uh, it's just it's just like the flu like we'll never um we'll never have herd immunity with the flu but the flu i mean it kills an x amount of people every year and the i mean the, the vaccine's only 30 40 effective um I, the fact that we have one that is vastly effective for covid is we have the smartest people in the world on this and that's the reason why. Like, For a
0: long... By the way, it wasn't like they started trying to figure it out when COVID hit, right? No, this has been a thing. This is COVID-19. Right.
2: We are right. 19 years into this. Yeah. We have these people that have been working on this for years and years and years. And also people are like, yeah, but we don't have one for HIV or for AIDS. Um, like, well, why don't we have that? Well, there hasn't been funding for that. Kay. If you dump funding to thousands of scientists that are working on this, and I mean millions and millions of dollars, guess what? We're going to find something. And they found three vaccines in the, in the, you know, 170,000 scientists that were working on this. That's amazing, but that's because it's funded. That's the way science works. A lot of people don't understand that. There's no vaccine because HIV, like the AIDS vaccine is because hasn't been a need to. You know, HIV has been controlled and it's not really a thing anymore. So there's no funding for it. That's the reason why. there's a there's a couple of things that I wanted to talk about about this the actual um, virus and I can't remember like all the arguments that people are saying right now um, that are going around. What are the arguments with that you guys have heard about? Well, the
0: biggest thing, how it impacts me personally right now, is like masking in schools and vaccine mandate that kind of stuff. Like. Um, in my county, there's no mask mandate in schools yet. Um, probably will be. Um, I mean my personal view, agree or disagree, it's just it's it's just not a big fucking deal to wear a mask. Wear a fucking mask. It's just it doesn't it's matter. Easy. It's easy to do, it doesn't hurt you. You know, that's my that's just my personal feeling. Um, my kid, you know, we gave him a choice. Um he started kindergarten a few weeks ago. And we said, All right man, um, you know, right now, the rule is that you can wear a mask if you want to, if you, but you don't have to. So he understands what COVID is and he understands um, to the best that we can help him understand. And he made a decision at first to not wear a mask when he started school. Well, what happens when, and by the way, Andy, another unsolicited piece of advice. When your kid goes to school uh, for the first time or the first time in a long time, they're going to get sick right? that just happened. They will absolutely get sick. They'll bring home all kinds of garbage. So Friday of the first week comes, you know, he comes home fucking sick. And we all got sick that week. You know, we knew it was going to happen. So get through the weekend, stays home Monday, and then we sit him down and say, all right, man, you feel better. Time to go to school. He goes, yep. I don't want to be sick. I think I'll wear a mask. (laughs) Right. Not even COVID. Just like no one got COVID. It was just he had got caught a cold, you know, and he said, yeah, I think I'm good. I think I'll wear a mask. Um, So that's, you know, that was his choice. We didn't force it. And so now, you know, there's a few kids in school that wear masks, uh, probably because their parents want them to wear a mask. Um, There's literally kids that got pulled out of school today because of a protest against mask mandates in my kid's school district, where there are no mask mandates. That's crazy. Uh, and, and so I have to ask it, like last night, I asked him like, man, do, do kids talk about masks? Nope. (laughs) So the kids talk about COVID. Do they discuss this? Do you, you know, you're sitting at lunch, does anyone ask you about your mask or Nope. No one gives a shit. Right? So parents are all fired up about, you know, masking our kids in, in a county where it's not even, not even required. Hmm. And so that, you know, it's just going to get worse from here because I guarantee that, you know, with these variants, we're probably going to be back to full masking, maybe even virtual school, maybe even closing school, who, who knows what's coming down the line. Um, But it's just wild to think that these little kids live in this world where all this is happening and they don't have control over that. Yeah, They don't have any... And they don't care. No, They just don't care. David's like, "Eh, this kick-ass shark mask. You know, he's excited. The mask is an (laughs) accessory to him. He's six years old and to him, this is a fashion, like, cool thing he gets to do. He gets to wear a cool-ass mask. And, you know, he just doesn't care. So I don't know why anyone puts that much energy and anger. Did you see this video of the high school kid at the school board meeting who yeah. was talking? And, and he's wearing a mask. He's, he's saying, saying he here's this, you know, here's the story. This person in my life died because of COVID, you know, and not masking. And he's getting heckled yeah. by adults, made yeah. fun of and laughed at and, and, you know, by adults in the room yeah. who are just not giving him a... It's just... Have you not seen nuts. the videos
1: of parents that act that way at <coughs> sporting events? I mean, yeah. this is... Of which one I will be. <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean, <laughs> welcome this to is, America. Yeah, this is a yeah. microcosm of what there's underlying issues here, yeah. and, and this debate just brings it out. It brings out the worst in us. It's yeah. So, disturbing. so I'm gonna hit some
2: argument points that people bring up. So, uh, well, one of the one of the arguments that people bring up is like from some of my uh, anti-vaccination friends that are out. Some of the social platforms, any Q people? Those are the. Th- I have yeah. a couple of Q friends. Get some but of those. I have a couple of Q friends, but um, and I, I honestly, they're, they're pretty quiet uh, on the social platforms <laughs> lately. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Trump didn't come back August thirteenth, no, so they we haven't heard much. What's Sometimes the revised date now? I don't know. It's, October tenth. October. October. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the people who are like the, and, and, gonna the world, rapture going to happen this world, day. Yep. Oh, this I read day. the manifest. Wrong. Yeah. <laughs> oh, never mind. It's um,
2: this day. <laughs> get ready uh, so there's people are like yeah you know like vaccinated people can you know they can still get COVID-19 yes you can yeah. Co- the, the vaccine doesn't protect against getting it it protects against a couple of things one for, first and foremost very unlikely you're gonna die getting the vaccine um when you if if you were to contract COVID and getting vaccinations, something called your viral load count is lower than somebody without it. That means the window of period that you are contagious is much less than somebody who's not vaccinated. You're looking at 24 to 36 hours versus 10 days with somebody that is unvaccinated. And that's both on average. Um, So the the people that are like freaking out that, oh yeah, even the unvaccinated or even the vaccinated people can get COVID. Yes, that was never an issue. Um, It was never contested. Um, obviously vaccinated people um, and you can get it and you can transmit it it's just that window is much much um, lower than some people are like the mRNA you know it changes our DNA it changes our genetic code
0: so does the hamburger that you just ate no none of it does
2: your genetic code is your, your genome is written and it's unchanging
0: well now I just feel stupid <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, <laughs> it, your, your genome um, you can you, you can go in and change your genetic code through something called CRISPR, which we will talk about at some point. We're going to have a CRISPR conversation uh, ge- it's called genetic ma- uh, <laughs> genetic manipulation um, and the the program that's used is called CRISPR um, and it uses patterns in order to find, I mean, cause your genetic code, I actually here we we'll, we'll we're going we're to go down a little bit of a rabbit hole here. Um, can, How much, can it make what my, percent? Can it make
0: my arms look like Andy's? Probably. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> um, what
2: percentage of your DNA do you think you share with a banana? percentage. With a
0: banana? With a banana. Well, I'm sweet. Ooh, yes you are. (laughs) And I'm kind of appealing. Squishy. Oh my god, that is so bad. What did you say? Appealing. Oh, dang. It's so bad. Andy, stop. Those arms, those compliments. Dang. Um, I don't, I can't even get, maybe, maybe five percent. Five percent. What do you think it is?
1: What percentage?
0: Of our genetic code
2: do we share with a banana?
1: I feel like you told me this once before. Probably if you've known me for long enough. I'd probably 65%. Probably
2: a little less. 50%. We share 50% of our genetic code with a banana. So I'm half banana. You are half banana. How about with a house fly? What?
1: Mike what? Pence is like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the, hu- the
2: human, the average human shares what percentage... With a common housefly. And a lot of people don't realize this. 99%. 95%. I win. We share. Fuck you, Andy. We share (laughs) 95% of our DNA with a housefly. And you're like, how can that be? Because 99.999% of our DNA is a history. It's a it's a track of everything that we've ever everywhere we've ever been.
0: See, that's what I meant about the hamburger, right? If you eat a hamburger, doesn't that doesn't your DNA or doesn't no. something in your body respond to like what you eat and what not you do? Cholesterol. You're not in your, 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 not in your yeah.
2: DNA. No, your DNA is the blueprint of you, and that is and that is decided. Um, oh very very early on in the cytoplast maybe even at maybe even at conception so when you
0: say history you mean the our his- ancestors are yes oh, okay i thought you meant like no, your personal not not like your personal history new- the, the history okay.
2: of all of existence I see. so it's honestly our greatest argument for evolution is in the, in in the early 2000s when we finally mapped a, a genome a whole genome and it's there's there's four letters i'm sure you guys have seen them, a t c and g it's adenine, thymine, guanine, cytosine are the four. Yeah, everybody knows that. Are the <laughs> the, the double helix that goes around for, for the DNA. Um, well, all all those adenine always pairs with thymine, and it could be A T or T A on either side. And then cytosine and guanine always pair. Um, now you can have genetic uh, mutations upon birth to where um, one of the T's and A's flip at a certain genome, and it, uh, like that certain marker, and you can have somebody with sickle cell disease, where their cells are shaped like a sickle, and, um, and therefore they don't absorb oxygen enough, uh, and they're, they're like, there's walking, and all of a sudden they can't breathe. Um, well, we can go in using CRISPR, and change the genetic code slowly but surely, um, little by little. And if you can get those genetic code cells to reproduce slowly and surely, you can have a person whose their autoimmune disease can be cured using CRISPR. Um, I don't want to talk too much about it now because we're going to do a whole conversation because it's wild, the, the whole thing. So no, eating a hamburger, taking a vaccine does not change your genetic code in any capacity. That's not the way that that works. It doesn't have the capacity to do it. Um, it's, yeah, just, it's a gross misunderstanding of vaccines as a whole, but more, more importantly, a gross misunderstanding of, um, genomic manipulation, uh, which is super, super interesting. Um, I can't, honestly, I can't wait to talk about it. Um, so no, cannot, uh, give you, or it cannot, it doesn't give you cancer. That was another
1: one. No, you don't understand how cancer works. Um. Can you help pull this magnet off my shoulder that stuck to me ever since I took the vaccine? Have you, have you seen the ones
2: where the guy, the guy with the back, he had a magnet on his skin and it stuck. And, and then he's like, he's like this is insane. And then he, in a window it showed, somebody replied and said, pour baby powder on your arm and try it again. And he goes, he pours it on, he's like, if this sticks, I'm going to freak out. And he, he just, he keeps going three, four, five, six, and like for a solid 20 seconds, and it drops and it hits the ground, and he looks up, and he goes, I want to publicly apologize for being a dumbass. <laughs> hey,
0: man. That's that's awesome that he that. He did. He that, did. Though, that he was like, you know what? Immediately. i I'm like, He didn't try to fucking work around with it. new information, like your opinion should weird, change. flat earth. QAnon person yes. who's like I will find a way to make this worldview stick right yes your skin is sticky because awesome. of sweat people that, that <laughs> was the reason why um, uh, some people are like the
2: vaccine side effects are more dangerous than the disease no it's not um, like one in a hundred thousand yeah one in a hundred thousand get any type of side effects so what I had numbers? I had
0: a sore shoulder the first shot <laughs> for uh had a few days and and it you know it was, I got it in my bad where I had a surgery and that was probably a mistake, right? I had this, this rotator cuff tore and I had the whole thing repaired down to the bicep and I was like, yeah, we should do that one because I sleep on this side and then that way, you know, I won't be sleeping over here and it fucked up my shoulder for yeah. a few days. I felt real sore and achy and yep. then that was the only side effect. Yep. Um, some people are saying the argument. Well, why isn't,
2: you know, the government promoting health? Because the best thing that we can use to fight this is our immune system. I'm sure you've heard those arguments. No, your immune system sucks. It is terrible. In the the 100 years ago, 150 years ago, the life expectancy was about 40 years old here in the U.S. 45, 50 years old was old. Hmm. Medical technology, grossly... Overwhelmingly related to vaccines and then also childbirth. Fixing those two things has pushed our life expectancy to around 70. 40 to 45, that was average. Our immune systems suck. Vaccines, medical technology. These are the things that have helped us with life expectancy. So no, your immune system doesn't do well. And in fact, if if medical technology didn't exist,
0: we all would probably be dead in the next 10 years. But there's a grain of truth to that. And that like, yeah, being a healthy person helps you stay healthy, right? Yes, but that is not wrong. That's not a wrong statement. Not from from COVID. No. And like not in general, like you're going to get sick. You're going to get sick. Like wave one was overwhelmingly
2: elderly people and immunocompromised. Mm -hmm. Now children are dying. Yeah. And healthy people are dying like just anyone and you, you have no idea the luck of the draw It's it, at this point who knows so no your immune system and, and being being healthy and, and having a good immune system are also two different things mm-hmm. because Andy is looking slim and mean and strong right now but he could have a shit immune system and we wouldn't know because those things are not connect, they're correlated but correlation and causation are two different things like Just because he's healthy and eats good doesn't mean his immune system might be shit because of an underlying issue that none of us know about. And that's also a thing. Take
0: that, Andy.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, it's very real for me. I have asthma, and so... Yeah. It was a very scary thing for me, and I had people who were on the one side of the fence early on that were telling me, well, that's okay. You just don't go out. You live your life like a hermit crab. Stay inside. You don't have to do anything. And again, it comes back to the early parts of our conversation where people are trying to tell you what you should do Mm -hmm. and what's the right answer. We're telling them you should get the vaccine. You should wear masks. They're telling us you shouldn't get abortions. (laughs) So have
2: we talked about all the Um, very controversial hot topic issues for the day? Trying to see if there's any other good arguments that people were talking about. Um, well, really so think.
0: I don't know what the basis for this is, um, and I won't I won't be real specific. But someone that we know um, had this belief based on the circles that they were in communication with that to even be in contact with someone who had the vaccine was a bad idea because somehow. <laughs> There was a fertility issue that the yeah. vaccine caused sure. and that was contagious in some way. Sure. And so, um I don't know. Again, I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna get too deep into that. It was just a strange, strange thing that we encountered as a family that um yeah, I can you know, we can visit, but not if Ashland's home because he took the vaccine. <laughs> Well, I I mean, I think we can all agree it's kind of (laughs) ridiculous. Yeah.
1: Like, I mean. Are there, I I wish we had statistics that would show the number of people who are refusing this vaccine yet had no issue with any of the vaccines that they took themselves or for their kids prior to. Well, it was never, it was just never. So I'm going
2: to, I'm going to play the devil's advocate here. Um, So also that number is around 10%. In the U.S., it's 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 not as big as it sounds. Like those ten percent are very loud. They're a loud ten percent. So ten percent of the country is it, are strong anti-vax. Now ninety percent of the country isn't vaccinated, but the other twenty percent um, are choosing for other reasons. So the strong anti vaxxers is about ten percent of the country, um, and a lot of those people uh, are saying that they can't trust the government, which. Is a solid
1: argument. Did you see the interview with the good old lady from down in Alabama who didn't want to be a sheep because she
0: was a goat? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) The thing is, I think in this case the government's intentions are good. How do you know? Well, that no. Okay, you're playing the devil's advocate. No, I'm saying,
2: in, in a sense, I kind of am, and I'm kind of not. Because, like, how do we know that that? Uh, Pfizer, how do, how do we know that they aren't lining the pockets of Joe Biden saying, you need to push another 100 million vaccines so we can get paid and you will get paid? No, I mean, with this one, I don't know. With all the other ones, no. Obviously, it's public health. But on this one, the fact that all of a sudden now 100
0: million more and they're forcing it, this feels like a big pharma is running this country. I think they're forcing it because that is the camp that has now been constructed. For the left, right? The, it is air on the side of... Is there no chance that Big Pharma's pulling the strings on us? I don't know,
2: man. Any with, more than they do anyways? anything else, right. I we we've never worked? seen a mandate
0: for a vaccine, ever. Uh, not true. A mandate? My kid, my kid couldn't go to school unless... No, a widespread mandate for a vaccine has never been seen. It's every day. Kids yeah. can't go you to school. You have to go to. Vaccines. You have to have vaccines. A bunch oh, of like them. the the a MMR bunch of them. and polio. Yeah. So so we were behind on just a couple of David's regular vaccines because of COVID. Because we just but, weren't, he wasn't in school. Is, it was we wasn't something we I were guess. thinking about. We moved for all these reasons, and I had a letter and a conversation from the principal about like, okay, that's cool. We got to get this before the first day of school, we'll get this wrapped up. And so, yeah, there's definitely vaccine mandates. You know, mandates.
2: You're, 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 you're right because I was saying, no, well, they'll just homeschool and that's the same outcome as what's going on right now. Yeah. If you don't get
0: vaccinated, you, you lose You your can't job. participate. So here's the thing, man. I, mean, I think that the vaccine is helpful. And I think that Joe Biden, the, the point here from the administration and, and from the left is it's better. We have the If tools. everyone gets vaccinated, and I agree with that statement. Yeah, like, we but, have the tools to make this better. Right. So the intention, damn tools. and from that perspective, the intention is not a bad... Mm-hmm. No one's trying to, you know, get a microchip implanted in people. No one is trying to, you know, this is about... <laughs> this is about, let's <sighs> try to end this quickly oh, and and in, in a good way. I just don't... I just haven't formed my whole thought on... And what about five G? <laughs> All right, <laughs> I got the
2: I got the I got the shot and I got better service five G on my phone. I
0: kind of did too. Like I'd noticed that honestly. <laughs> so in Battle Creek, uh, it could be because I got a new phone, but I didn't notice. Yeah, that's no, that has nothing to do. I with didn't it. notice that I had five G until after I got vaccinated. I was like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> <Quicker>. <laughs> Faster, hey, Andy. <laughs>
2: Oh, this is great. All right. We should wrap it up. Whatever. Unless we <laughs>
0: want to pull another hour and 13 what else? minutes and do a Joe Rogan three-hour podcast. Else, what else is there? Uh, so, right. yeah, he got COVID, and he took the ivermectin. And he's a big proponent of, like, you don't need a vaccine if you're healthy. He you're was good. promoting, and then just for the
2: record, I love Joe Rogan. I think he's ridiculous. I think he's, but he's a great host.
0: So I don't agree with everything he says, oh, no. but I listen to every episode because I, host. I very much enjoy the conversations. And oh I'm yeah, interested in what in what he says. But also he, he
2: does change his mind on yeah. things. Mm-hmm. He does. But he was a proponent. He was he was carrying the flag of your immune system will help you. He still is. And yeah. he turned around and he was on like 12 different medications.
0: Well, that's the thing. So Joe Rogan gets is very much like when Trump got COVID, if he actually had COVID. I'm, I'm, that might be one conspiracy theory I'm in line with, that Trump didn't actually get COVID. But when Joe Rogan got COVID, <coughs> he had a plan. And he, he had an episode with Tom Segura just this week where he talked about, like, yep, this was my plan. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. I have this all lined up. I have everything ready to go. He got, he got the positive test, boom, he's taken this, this, that, you know, he has access yeah, he to does. things that not everybody has access to. Yeah, because so he's, he's wealthy. He's not, I don't think that you can take his case or any single case and say like, yep, this is what worked and this is why. No, he's okay. that's he anecdotal. Right. That's the epitome of pseudoscience. Right.
2: I know someone that did this and this is why I believe
0: that. No, that's yeah.
2: a terrible way of...
0: So th- this kid got vaccinated and he's autistic. That that's the same the same philosophy. Oh yeah, no, I hate that argument. Such a poor argument. All right,
2: we done. You got any weird stories? Weird stories.
1: Hmm. Not since I took that horse medication for that COVID. Nay. <laughs> 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 they... Speaking of conspiracy theories, though, like we're gonna do a whole podcast on conspiracy no, no, we won't theories. go too far. I, we're we're gonna not gonna be here all night. But do one on conspiracy <laughs> theories. You were saying, like, is the government behind this? Are, are we lining pockets? You look at all these, whether it was the hydroxychloroquine or this horse medication or whatever it is. Next week, there's an equal probability in my mind that. There are people who are heavily invested in these yeah. companies yeah. that have these alternative <laughs> uh, yep. solutions oh, yeah. that are pushing them
0: on the people who are susceptible to bullshit. Yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Product of
1: YouTube generation.
0: Yep. Yeah, I don't know, man. we uh, I think the takeaway here is you just gotta keep fucking doing the best you can with the people in your life can we just i, mean, I don't know all, agree this is all nuts. to be just
2: i ask myself three questions before i go to bed each night i try to and i say today because of me is the world a better place am i a better person than i was yesterday and did i show love and grace where it wasn't ex- expected hmm those are the three
1: questions that yeah. I ask.
0: So even if it's not those three questions, having a personal thing that you do that yes. you reflect on, I think that is wise, man. See, I actually use so here, this is this is what I do. We'll, we'll, I'll show you. It's we'll, on the it's on the face of my phone uh, all the time. So these are the, the four uh agreements. The four agreements. Yep. right. So I'm a big fan of the, the See, four agreements. The, the
2: four agreements so, are like this this is at the root of, of who I am. Like Can we just be good people? Can we just set down the ridiculousness of... I mean, we are being told what to be mad about. We are being told what to be angry about. That's why people are mad. Hmm. That's why they're mad at Joe Biden for pulling out of Afghanistan. Because they're being told to be mad. That is the design of the system. It's it's working as designed. Mm -hmm. And can we just set down these swords for a minute and give each other water? And food, I mean, we're all, we're literally in this together. We're literally in this. We're all here. We're all so,
1: battling the best we can. So, so if you're Christians and you believe in the Bible and, you know, you're supposed to love thy neighbor, right? Like, we're, we're not there.
0: No. We're not doing we're anything not. close to that.
1: No. You will not wear a mask for the sake of your, your fellow human.
0: No. And it's, it's ridiculous. So on that note... One, one thing that um, really struck me as positive, when uh, over last summer, uh, a lot of churches were still doing virtual services, and I didn't really tune in to a whole lot of that. Um, but I did, I did stop on um, the church that I worked for on one of their virtual services one day. No, it wasn't even that. It was an email that was sent out or a Facebook. It was a Facebook post. And it was about masking and about, you know, what to do and what to expect. And, um, the pastor, Pastor Dinesh, um, he said, you know, we, the, the thing we have to ask ourselves is what does love require of us? And, uh, that really impacted me that, you know, that I think is the question, Yeah. you know, what does loving the people around me and my community and, the people in my family and the people who don't agree with me what does loving them require of me and if we ask ourselves that question is the mask necessary maybe maybe not doesn't matter love requires um, I think that that we take steps that are easy to take and especially steps that don't hurt us to do what we can to help people even if that's help them feel better you know whether you whatever you think about masks or whatever you think about vaccines we know that they're safe we know that they're approved everything's okay what does love require uh, when when thinking about this abortion law what does love require what kind of grace does it require you know what kind of changing in our thinking might it require what kind of empathy and putting ourselves in someone else's shoes does love require? I think that's what we need to think about.
2: When my dad went down to visit my mom in her final days um, he told the story of going down there and I mean they'd been divorced for 24 years and I remember we were sitting at her memorial and and I've told this story but sitting at her memorial and and I I I thanked him publicly in front of everyone I said I was like dad you going down there and being the hands and feet of us that couldn't make it and just so and he just so she wouldn't be alone in her last days. And he said, that is what love required. That's the type of person I want to be.